0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. The Trevor Project has released new data that examines resilience and mental health among LGBTQ youth. Uh, Joining us to share more is Jonah Deschamps, research scientist at The Trevor Project. Thanks for joining us again and being back.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we love having you all on, but there's been a lot of studies we've had to report on that have been pretty bleak, to say the least. But this seems to be a bit different. What was the approach to this one?
1: Yeah, so you're right. This is a little bit different than our typical data, which is usually describing risk. Uh, And this time we are talking about resilience. Uh, Specifically, in our national survey, we included a scale called the Brief Resilience Scale, which measures, um, the the authors of the scale call it sort of bounce-backness, or someone's capacity to to recover after a challenging situation or event. Uh, So we asked young people to sort of report how they felt about their own personal sense of resilience, and then we compared different scores based on whether they had high resilience, medium resilience, with low resilience. Um, And we had some pretty heartening and exciting findings about how LGBTQ young people with high resilience levels um, report lower rates of anxiety, depression, uh, considering suicide and attempting suicide in the past year. So pretty exciting positive findings here.
2: I always look at resilience from two sides. I think it's a, a beautiful thing to know that that passion is there and the fight will continue. But I also think of resilience as being robbed of innocence, especially when it comes to LGBTQ youth, having to deal with things that we shouldn't have to be dealing with. And so I, I wonder how does that and that side of things and looking at it through that lens of these queer kids inherently kind of being robbed of their innocence of just being children because they have to now step up to the plate to be resilient, to fight through the kind of mental health and the queer challenges that are happening in this country right now?
1: That's a really great question. Thanks so much for bringing that up. Yes, this concept of resilience is is complicated, right, both in our lives and in the scientific and psychological literature. So you're you're it, right, like this... Um, this study seeks to really think about, you know, again, like how, how does one bounce back? But you only have the opportunity to bounce back uh, if you've experienced something challenging, right? And and it would actually be maybe better for your growth or development if you hadn't had to deal with those challenges in the first place, right? And that's a critique we'll certainly see when we're talking about LGBTQ youth, just like you mentioned. Also, when we're talking about young people of color, young people with disabilities, young people from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, with less access to economic resources, those are all young people who tend to say, you know, we tend to try and measure resilience, um, but they're actually being forced to develop resilience because they are struggling to navigate a world that's not built for them. Yeah. So in the study, we, we were really focusing more on sort of the, the psychological concept of resilience. So it is this sort of, uh, you must also call it grit, right? That's mm. another concept that's gotten a yeah. lot of uh, attention in the last couple of years, which again, is it's a thing... As humans, you know even even most privileged folks have challenging circumstances in their life and they have to learn how to come back from them. But folks with more marginalization encounter more challenges. Um, and so, yeah, I think when we think about the implications, there's certainly the implication to help young people develop more resilience, and that's important and a skill that folks need. But then there's other implications that we actually need to change society, right? And we actually need to see the amount of challenges and obstacles that are in young people's ways. And for LGBTQ young people, that means having a less homophobic, transphobic, biphobic, a less racist, a less ableist society in all sorts of different ways, um, and helping LGBTQ young people feel supported and informed, um, both in their LGBTQ identity and all their other identities.
0: And now, um, now that we know this research and this data, what happens from there? And I know usually Trevor Project is doing this to share some sort of policy or enable some sort of action. What's the hope?
1: Our goal is to to share this with our partners. Um, we have a, a small but mighty advocacy team here at the Trevor Project who works with state and local partners to try and talk to decision makers, policymakers. Um, as I'm sure y'all know, this has been one of the hardest years for anti LGBTQ and anti trans and non-binary legislation, particularly for young people. A lot of their rights are under attack, um, and so trying to share this data and all of our other studies with lawmakers who are making those kinds of Kinds of decisions, trying to show, you know, look, when when young people, when LGBTQ young people are supported and affirmed, they thrive. Yeah. When they are attacked and discriminated against, or or otherwise marginalized, they they struggle, and that shows up in their mental health. So, continuing to tell this message um, wherever we can uh, to, to folks who are making these important decisions in young people's lives.
2: I'm just happy that the, the youth from this, you know, is, is feeling like they're feeling like they still have the energy to hold on to all of this. I mean, to like mm-hmm. the energy to move forwards and the energy to fight. And I think that's so beautiful to witness. And it really feels like we're in good hands, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks so much.
0: That was Jonah Dechance, research scientist at The Trevor Project. Check them out, thetreverproject.org, an amazing organization to support or, of course, if you need support. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.